You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Ashley Ray. Stop. <laughs> oh, God. She's coming at me. Charlie, come on. She's scaring me. Charlie. Get away from me. Did you hear her huffing and pumping? She sounds like a fucking rhino. No, don't. You'll get her even more upset. Charlie. Our, <laughs> Our live story comes from Ashley. Ashley plays a game show type game with the audience called What Alcohol Made Ashley Throw Up That Time. And it's compelling. Um, this week I sat down with Jesse Morner Ritt. Jesse is a New York comic, and she told me the story of some period. Jesus fuck! <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> Charlie! <laughs> what is she doing? She's turning at me and punching me. And I was doing nothing. I gave her two treats to get, her on, to get on her good side. Oh my god. Fucking evil. <laughs> oh. Okay, anyways, Jesse tells the story of uh, some period sex that got a little that got a little messy. Here's Jesse Morner Ritt. <laughs> I really don't know what that is. It's a truly a wild restaurant. You have to go there sometime. One time I got so high at a friend's high school party. And we like all went to Buco de Beppo for her birthday dinner. And we all ate so much and everyone was so excited for the night out. And I just slept the entire party because <laughs> I got too high and ate too much food. But I didn't want to go home. <laughs> Where did you sleep? On the couch. <laughs> People just, I kind of found it comforting. <laughs> There's a bit of a party going on around me. One time I went to sleep at a party. I took a little nap on the couch. And when I woke up, the guy that I went with, uh, left. Party. <laughs> he went home with his friend. And he didn't think like, hey, I need to get no, this girl. No, he didn't wake me up. He left me there like a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, do like resi- I do still resent that move. <laughs> yeah, that's so mean. <laughs> and the only reason I was sleeping on the couch is because I was like, I'm ready to go. And he was like, I'm not. And I was like, man, this is fine with me. I'll go take a little snooze. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll be ready to go soon. Yeah. And then I'll be awake for it. I woke up and was like. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Okay. Um, rude, rude, rude. Okay. Rude. Rude boys. Okay. We're rude. Okay. So, yeah, you can um, you can just start wherever you want. Okay. Hello, my name is Jesse Wernerett, and this is my story. <laughs> okay, so one time um, I was having Pat. I was dog sitting for. Um, <laughs> I was dog sitting for this uh, big, big comedy guy, and it was like, I, I, he's like, he did that to like a woman, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so he, and it was hooked up by like another friend and I had dog sat previously, but I had um, someone visiting me at that time and I was always on my period whenever I was seeing this person and I loved having period sex. <laughs> I, bit, I mean, because it heightens it 
it feels so good, you know? <laughs> and I just think it's wild. But <laughs> but so I was dog sitting there and I came back with this guy to this house I was dog sitting at and I was like kind of high and a little cross faded, but Were feeling you staying, responsible. You would stay at the house? Yeah, while I was dog oh. sitting. And I was feeling like pretty responsible. And we like put one towel on the bed which I thought would be like fine you know (laughs) and then we were really going at it especially because I was so high and also the next morning the guy was like yeah I didn't really need to have sex but you just like needed it (laughs) and I was like okay um but so we were really kind of going at it and um (laughs) and I truly was like feeling like this was how sex should feel. Like I felt just like overwhelmingly good. (laughs) And then it was in the dark because it was like two in the morning. And then we like finished having sex and we turned on the lights and there was just blood everywhere. Like I looked, there was like blood on like the headboard and like just was like all over the bed. And I picked up the sheet to wash it. I was like, I need to take this sheet off this bed right now. And the sheet was like heavy because you know when your <laughs> uterine lining comes out when you have your period, it was like truly clumps of my oh, uterine lining. And so I was just carrying it to the kitchen being like, this is magnificent. <laughs> I was just like, I was so high and I was like, wow. And then what I really thought when I was like looking at all the blood everywhere, I was like, okay, sex is sinful. Like I, <laughs> like I was really enjoying it. I was like having the time of my life and then to deal with the repercussions of having period sex in this guy's house, I was like, Oh, it's like incredibly like. <laughs> Wait, were you an adult? Yeah, this oh. was like last year. Okay. <laughs> this I mean, this was over New Year's. This was okay. over New Year's, and so, and then the next morning, the dog who I was dog sitting was this beautiful pit bull, a really beautiful specimen <laughs> of an animal, and the dog like got on the bed, and I was jokingly dry humping the guy, kind of like as like a rabid dog, and the dog then looked right in the guy's eyes and started dry humping the air but the dog wouldn't look at me and i was like hey like look at me if you're dry humping the the air and there was just something about the whole experience where i was like this dog knew that i had gross sex in its apartment (laughs) and then there were towels the then the apartment was really just covered in like dry rags was it a male dog no, it was a female. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it it was just, um, I managed to get the stains out of pretty much everything, which I found really impressive. But I think about the weight of the uterine lining in the bed just like quite often. So that to me is being a freaking lady. <laughs> I always have tiny little periods. I feel like that I've is never the most delicate thing this, I've ever heard. I, well, I've, I was on the pill for a really long time, and then I was now I'm on the IUD, so like it just always gave me like a light. Really? So I've never had like a like a super soaker like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just so sorry. I mean, maybe in high school I did, but like I don't even really remember it anymore. Yeah, one time I like was having period sex with this guy who was wearing like a white shirt on top and again it was like in the dark and it was like one of those Hanes shirts and when we turned the lights on just the whole bottom of his shirt was this like kind of like burgundy also brown too and I was like that is magnificent what I have done it does kind of sound cool when you're saying it now and I'm like it's like I used I used it as a paintbrush and He was my canvas. (laughs) And then this man's apartment was a canvas. But I was really stressed about it because I'm like, 
this guy is like someone I like follow on Twitter and respect. <laughs> I just had this nightmare of him like coming back and being like, well, um, this slut of a comedian <laughs> soiled my bed. <laughs> you could have just said you were sleeping in there and when you woke up, it was everywhere. What <laughs> had happened in that bed? It's like no amount of movement during sleep would have caused that blood splatter. <laughs> it was truly, truly everywhere. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> that is, that thing about the dog really does give me the willies. That so dog loved Wyatt. To think about the dog being like... <laughs> yeah, like the dog would look at Wyatt and just like dry hump the air. Wait, it's Wyatt? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like a a longer time ago. No, it was over New Year. Ooh, that's kind of a twist ending. (laughs) Twist ending. He's right there. Even this New Year's. Yeah. Oh, I thought thought this was like last, like a couple years ago. (laughs) No, and it was so. It was Wyatt. Yeah, and it was so. Wyatt, you were you were the one giving Jesse the business and getting bloody. Was it as bad as she said? Wyatt kept going. It's so beautiful. She was trying to be an ally about it. Yeah. <laughs> he had really murdered my pussy. <laughs> I thought really the twist ending was that the next morning I was like, that was incredible sex. And he was like, I was fine and I could have gone to bed. <laughs> and you. Yeah. The sex was good, but I was like, I was like, what a, what, what a disaster to come from, like, not really wanting sex that much. <laughs> And you did say something along the lines of, like, you really wanted it. <laughs> Which I don't necessarily remember what I how I was behaving, but I know it was probably disrespectful <laughs> to Wyatt. Probably misbehaving on a couple counts. <laughs> At our live show, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories, and these are some of those stories. Um, okay, I, I'll, I'll go first. Have you ever tried to use one of those sticks that women can use to pee standing up? They tell you to practice <laughs> cupping them to your urethra in the shower first to make sure you don't pee all over yourself. I practiced it until I thought I had the hang of it. Then I took it hiking. I did not have the hang of it. I peed all over myself in the middle of a 12-mile hike. <laughs> then I decided it would be a brilliant idea to sit down in a glacial stream to rinse the urine off. Good times. Oh, wow. I am glad that she clarified that she was going hiking because at the beginning of the story, I'm like, what's the, why do you need pee standing up? <laughs> it like almost read as though it was like a hobby of well. hers. Yeah. Like, well, I just thought I'd like to be able to pee standing up. And so... I mean, I kind of understand that, but uh, a girl that I went, went to high school with, she bought one and she was like it's because when i go to frat parties the toilets are so disgusting that i need to cup a funnel on my pussy stand up and pee then she can't be fucking any of those boys if she's gonna take that precaution yeah you want to talk about an infection then you can't but also i did watch her use it one time when she tried to pee off the it was this in the summer she tried to pee off the dock 
<laughs> just peed everywhere. She was, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> the science isn't ready yet. If she peed and everywhere. also, like, I can barely pee outside when I'm, like, squatting, you know? There's a lot of spray for it's me. It's a lot yeah. of spray. And sometimes I lose momentum behind the stream, and then it just kind of trickles down my whole leg. For me, I'll, I'll start laughing. Because, like, if, if you're, like, doing it with other people, I get all excited. I start laughing. I get all and riled then, up. <laughs> and then my stomach tenses up, so I pee harder. And then it's spraying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when you put your thumb over a garden hose. <laughs> yeah, you can't pee with others. You get riled up. I do. Yeah. I love peeing outside, though. I think it's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. See, I don't want the stick. I want I want the... I want the whole experience. Yeah. I, I like using the down. leaves as yeah, on toilet paper. Yeah, I want a blade of paper. grass to go in my asshole yeah. when I crouch down. Tickle it a little. <laughs> okay, you go. Oh, I go. Um, okay. <laughs> A few months ago, I came down with a severe stomach bug that landed me in the hospital. A nurse came in to ask me detailed questions about the color and consistency of my vomit and poop. I obliged, but he was tall, dark, and handsome, and I wasn't about to not shoot my shot. So in my delirious state, I proposed marriage to him in front of my mom. But he definitely didn't forget the description of my poop from five minutes before. I mean, like, I know that, like, a stomach bug can make you delirious, but, like, you're not on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean in my delirious state? <laughs> like, you just wanted to ask this guy for marriage, and you were, like, in a hospital bed, so you Please, got confident. You gotta take advantage of it. You got confident. Like, ah, ah. <clears throat> yeah. I need a... I'm weak, and I'm sick, and I need a partner. <laughs> um, okay. On vacation with my dad in 2011, which I is an important detail, I think, um, that it was 2011. <laughs> I got super drunk, passed out. So we're 10 years past 9-11. Yeah, that's sort of, yeah, it's good to know. <laughs> In terms um, of if this story is pre-9-11, post-9-11. Yes. Uh, okay, wait, all right, okay. On vacation with my dad in 2011, um, I got super drunk, passed out naked in front of the toilet. My dad <laughs> saw me the next morning. <laughs> Gross and incredibly embarrassing. <laughs> I had a friend that um, woke up. She was like at like a, some like country music festival, and she woke up completely naked. Like she's sharing a bed with somebody. She woke up totally naked. She went to like look for her clothes. She like found her shirt, and then she like found her shorts. And then next to her shirt, there was just like a huge puddle of urine. <laughs> she just stripped down, got naked, like. And that was not the last time she did that either. She would... Did her dad see that puddle of urine? I think her dad was with her. I think that's what really? made me think of it. Because they were, it was like her dad and his friend and her and her friend that went to like some cabin for the festival or something. Yeah. Did you ever watch One Tree Hill? No, I didn't really get TV growing up. <laughs> okay, that's probably what makes you a little bit of a sprite of a woman, <laughs> of a woman mentally uh, sprite. We got Fox and PBS came in. And we didn't have cable. Fox and PBS basically running the same children's program. <laughs> I know. We kind of get the polar options. Yeah. But we, yeah, we can still watch like The Simpsons and stuff. Every hot girl I know only watched PBS growing up. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I had a hot friend in college who was like funny and smart and hot. And she was she was always like, yeah, I just, I watched PBS growing up and that was all I really watched. And she did yoga every day and I think the two That's were correlated in some that. sort of way. Um, do you want to hear I why Arthur, I asked you about One Tree Hill? I didn't like the rest of it. Keep, yes, go ahead. Thank you. So for all my One Tree Hill heads out there, <laughs> <laughs> there's an uncle in it who's like, 
he's like this uncle I think his name's Luke I didn't really watch it but he was famous at the time when I was in high school because One Tree Hill was like a really big deal oh I remember it being a big deal I just yeah. didn't watch it yeah and I didn't really watch it either but he was like one of the main parents and actually his daughter like went to our high school and one time they were having like a party in their house and she said her parents were out of town so I was in this like room just getting absolutely finger blasted <laughs> by like some guy I went to high school with and the door opened and someone was like oh oh my god I'm so sorry and I looked up and it was Luke from Montreal <laughs> it was the uncle because he had like clearly come home early and he was like a pretty chill dad because like he you just like he, he closed the door and then I was like all right back to it <laughs> back to it I know I'm not gonna orgasm because I'm not gonna do that for years to come but I guess we'll just do this <laughs> oh no well that's but nice I thought guy. yeah, he was supportive. What's he up to now? I wonder. I don't. I don't know. Nothing. The guy who finger blasted me or the dad? Well, maybe both. Who, what are they both up to? Yeah. Oh, mm, can't tell. Can't say. <laughs> <laughs> can't say on either friends. Okay. Um. <coughs> this is okay. This is um. The okay. The <laughs> the first time. I ever hit a bong, I peed my pants in my mom's <laughs> brand new car, <laughs> and I had to have my friend drive us home in a blizzard. <laughs> Is that the one that you said that you're just astounded at the lack of control people have over their bodies? <laughs> it's like, rip a bong one time and be like, oh, I just let go. <laughs> yeah, like, you just, you rip a bong once and you completely let loose. Like, you're like, this is the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been that high in my life. I've never been that drunk in my life. Uh, no. To pee my pants. <laughs> I, the only time I pee my pants is when I hold my pee too long. And then I just pee my pants sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's way better. <laughs> yes, it is. Because I'm a busy lady. I'm on the go. And I always, I don't always have time to pee. Just up and pee. I think I'm pretty good at clenching it in. There was... I am good. I, I don't pee. I don't full pee. I just... Little, I'll be a little bit sometimes. Yeah, little drops. <laughs> yeah. I can keep. I mean, I've kept my shit in for so long already. But when I was in second grade, I kept it in for so long that my grandpa, who was a doctor, had to stick one of those pills up my butt to get me to poop. <laughs> and everyone was just kind of gathered around as he shoved a pill up my butt in second grade. <laughs> so I actually had no problem that. keeping it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, that was actually New Year's. Eve. Yeah, that was, that was pretty recent. <laughs> That was when I was home for Christmas, and we didn't have, you know, a board game to play, so we all just watched my grandpa stick a pill at me. Wait, what does the pill do? It's like a stool softener? I don't get it. What does it do? What? It's a laxative. It's a laxative. Oh, why would you not eat that? <laughs> I don't know. I wish someone had let me eat it. Oh, I've never heard of that. Well, I was actually in a hospital bed when it happened, but the hospital bed, because when I was in second grade, I broke my leg and I had a half body cast. And I think that also contributed. It was like hard for me to get to the bathroom. So I was like constipated for weeks. And the we got a hospital bed for me to stay in, and the hospital bed was in the living room. And my whole family was there. And We're laying in the living room all the time. I was laying in the living room all the time, and I also had a toilet in there. That like, oh my! So imagine like walking down the stairs in the morning as your parents are being like, "This is there what she I is. created." <laughs> and I was all I did was read all the Harry Potter books in like a matter of days, and all I wanted to do was talk about it. So the minute someone entered the living room, I'd be like, "I finished another one." <laughs> oh 
my god. Also, to think about your grandfather being like, I have to do this for my granddaughter, yes. and then putting his finger into your like, asshole. I always thought I wasn't into, like, that I didn't, have never gotten my butthole fingered, but I did. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> uh, should I read one? Yeah, did I just read? Yeah, you're right. Go, go. Okay. Um, I really like the way this one's written, which is kind of why I picked it. Um, one time my aunt made me ramen noodles and dropped an egg in it. Tastes delicious. The next day, my seven-year-old self was dropping putrid silent farts in class. <laughs> my second grade teacher kept breezing the classroom. She begged us to use the bathroom if we needed it. No need to raise our hand. I kept raising hell out of my ass on the... <laughs> <laughs> I kept raising hell out of my ass on that ABC carpet. <laughs> Again, she asked us to just go to the bathroom. Lydia got up and ran. She was known for the as the nasty fart girl for the rest of the year. Oops. <laughs> I just like the way that one's written. <laughs> I was raising hell out of my ass. <laughs> Okay, also, like, I just never thought about that, like, from a teacher's perspective, to be like, you I'm need begging to you to come shit. <laughs> I know it's hard for you to, like, listen to your body, but I'm telling you what your body is saying. And it's so obvious. <laughs> I bet there's so much shit like that. <laughs> I was, like, babysitting, like, this, like, three-year-old girl, and her mom used to tell me, she was like, she has a lot of anxiety about pooping. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, me too. And uh, <laughs> she's like, when she goes to the bathroom, like, you know, bring a book, give her a book to read so she can kind of cool down and like sit outside the bathroom with her. And um, I was like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I don't really want to do that. But I, but I did, like, when I noticed that she looked uncomfortable, I would be like, is there something in your body that needs to come out? <laughs> and she would say, yeah. And I'd be like, okay, well, go ahead, baby. It's your time to shine. <laughs> when I was a kid and I would, I was, like, toilet training, but I, like, I, I preferred the diaper, apparently. <laughs> so I'd go and hide in the corner of the room, but I'd just be <laughs> fucking standing there shitting. <laughs> My mom said she's like, I can always tell because you get little tears in your eyes. <laughs> and I'd just be like, <laughs> thinking I was like being sneaky, like hiding behind the yeah. door, <laughs> taking a big dump. My dad's brother used to do this thing he called pushing, which is where as a kid he would, um, he would like be just like with you and he would be like making faces and kind of like looking weird. And his mom would be like, are you pushing? He would be like... <laughs> <laughs> no and it essentially was just like him edging like he would get the poop out like as far as he could like in public spaces and then he would run to the bathroom <laughs> and he called it pushing and so they would be out and he'd just be kind of sitting somewhere and just be like <laughs> and everyone would be like stop pushing <laughs> just go to the bathroom now wait how old was this kid he was like eight or nine like oh. it was like at a point where pushing should not have been happening <laughs> Oh my god. Was it like to save time? I was like, I don't know. Oh, kids are little monsters. My parents said when I was three years old, I was really mad at them. And I was like in their room and they were like, we need you to go to bed. And I was like being like, no, I'm like 
not ready to go and I'm not going to go to bed. And I had like a, one of those plastic little tables in their bed. And they sat there looking at me and I was throwing this like full fledged tantrum. They were waiting for it to end. And then I got really quiet and I flipped the plastic table, looked both of them dead in the eye and just peed. <laughs> and then they said, I just walked out of the room and I was like, what'd you guys do after? And they were like, we, it truly took us like by such surprise. <laughs> That we were just like sitting in our room for a while and then we went to go see like what you were up to and you just like put yourself to bed. <laughs> and they were like, it was that, that was like a point where you're like, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's like, okay, it's never like, yeah, like... Just like being, ev- being everywhere and, pu- and just maintaining strict eye contact with that. <laughs> and then I was ready to go to bed. <laughs> you're tired. <laughs> tuckered myself out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um Okay, I would um I mean, do you how many do you have? I mean, I have two. These okay. are kind of quick ones. Okay. I was I was sitting on this dude's face and I ripped ass. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of us acknowledged that it happened. I just kept on riding. <laughs> Giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that that's would, how you get I would pink be distracted eye. from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to talk. I need to talk about if my stomach's even kind of growling a oh, bit. Oh, I know. And yeah. inside fart, you ever get those? Yes. Where it's like, wow. <laughs> but it's like, I swear, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it, but I have to acknowledge it. I have to yeah. be like, well, those sounds are probably going to be happening for the rest of the night because I had about three beers. So <laughs> I just want you to be prepared. <laughs> Someone, um, my friend was eating out this girl and this girl farted in her face while she was like eating her out and then my roommate obviously like told me about it and so then when I saw her I was like you know try not to fart in her face again and Olivia's like why would you say that (laughs) but I thought that it was like so funny and that that my roommate to the girl that farted yeah like when she was over at our house again because i thought that like it had been like a funny moment that had happened between the two of them that they then shared with everyone like i didn't realize it was just something that had been shared i'm not sure why you would assume that (laughs) but they like pretty they pretty soon after that like stopped hooking up i I was like hope you don't fart in her face this time the bullying She endured. I was doing some light teasing to make her feel welcome in our home. Oh, you don't. And I did do a big fart. Have fun in there. Have fun in there, you two. Don't shit in her mouth. Love you. Uh, she really thought it was like literally hate speech. Like, why is this straight girl telling me not I'm to sure. fart? This girl hates lesbians. <laughs> But I don't hate lesbians, and this story will prove it. One time I was hooking up with this girl, and we were in the shower, and afterwards she had thought she had a yeast infection, and so she put her hand up to go get to, to see if like any yeast came out, and she just pulled out of her vagina just like a handful of yeast, and we just like looked at it in the shower together. What does it look like? I mean, she's like very white and clumpy. Oof. Yeah. And I was like, put that down the drain. <laughs> I was like, put that away right now. Oh, <laughs> I've never had that bad of a yeast infection. I feel like when I get a yeast infection, it's like itchy, and that's kind of the whole thing. I made Wyatt stick his finger in me last night to see if it felt any different, to see if I had a yeast Would infection. Would the inside feel different? I think so, yeah. 
It would feel yeastier. But I don't have it. I don't know it at (laughs) well at all. I had a yeast infection last week, and I kept just like fingering myself throughout the week to see. (laughs) But then I realized I'm not fingering myself that often, like inside, you know, to know what the difference. To know, yeah, Yeah. what the difference would be. I'm always just fingering myself on the outside. Well, we gotta be more. Uh, yeah, we gotta get aware. in there. <laughs> but yeah, this girl just pulled out like it truly was just like in the palm of her hand, like a little pile of yeast. Oh, that's gotta be a bad one then. Yeah, yeah I was like, <laughs> I think you have to go to City MD. Didn't her pussy taste off? Mm, not really. I think she might have gotten it like that morning. Like, from us having sex. <laughs> you did it. I think I did that to her body. <laughs> like, eating Wonder Bread. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I was like, my tongue's about to give you. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Wait, is it you now? I can't, oh, we keep getting off on these yeah. long tangents. Okay. The time when I was out too late, drunk as fuck, staying at fam friend's house, locked out at 5.30 a.m., my friend peed into a bucket in the stairwell. I had to t- had to shit. There are a bunch of there are a bunch of dot dot dots. So I wanted to do it. Word I had to shit in the corner of the garden. Morning newspaper cleaned me up. Oh. <laughs> that kind of talks about shitting, feeling that grass in your grass in your ass, mm, but she was feel feeling the old gray lady in her ass. <laughs> Our live story comes from Ashley Ray. This was recorded in November of 2018. Here's Ashley Ray. Hello, everyone! Are you excited? Good! Because it's time we play everyone's favorite game. What alcohol made Ashley throw up that time? You know it, you love it, it's everyone's favorite Jeopardy-style game. But there's only one question. What alcohol made Ashley throw up that time? Okay, we'll begin. You can all pretend to be contestants if you want to. Okay, we'll start at $400. Coming in easy, nice. At 25, this series of beverages prompted Ashley to wake up her one-night stand at 4 a.m. to yell at him for throwing up in the bathroom sink until he reminded her that he is a vegetarian and doesn't eat chicken. And in fact, she had thrown up in the bathroom sink. What is gin is the guess I have on the board. I am sorry, it is, what is 10 PBRs and two flasks, one with whiskey, one with tequila, that she snuck into that empty bottle? You may remember she went around the bottle that night saying, I'm the flask fairy. Do you want whiskey or tequila? We're back on the board. 200, let's clear out those easy numbers. (laughs) During a particularly bad bout of depression, Ashley spent 12 hours in the bathtub sipping on this 
while watching all three seasons of iZombie before violently throwing it all up, causing her to stay not only a shag carpet, but also her pants. Okay, red wine is a good, good guess, good guess. Uh, I'm gonna give it to you because the answer is what is Alamos Malbec, the most cost-efficient red wine at Food Smart by alcohol percentage? It's like seven dollars. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And but did you know you're not supposed to drink in the bathtub? I found that out later. Apparently you're like not so yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it, but it did make me throw up super hard, and like, it was like very foamy, I guess, because the heat. Back to the board! Okay, is it time to take a risk? Do some big money, big money. 800. Brave, brave. An impressive boot and rally, the drinking binge powered by this combination sent Ashley running to the bathroom on her first day at a new job to vomit right before an all-staff meeting. She made it to the meeting. Nobody even knew she had just thrown up. Ooh, I like these guesses, I like these clothes, they're close. What are whiskey sodas and turbocharged ciders and wine? Which is what Ashley calls it when she drops a shot of whiskey into a glass of cider or wine. It's turbocharged. You want to take that drink to the next level? You turbocharge it. You just pop her in there. You take that one home with you. We're back on the board. Let's clear that out, that, that 600 level, let's get there. Okay. After an impressively early start, these cocktails caused Ashley to throw up, pass out, wake up at 8 p.m. hungover, but she had like totally forgot she'd even been drinking, so she thought she had food poisoning when she threw up again, until a friend reminded her that she had actually been drinking these since 6 a.m. <laughs> Mimosas, that is a good guess, that is a good guess. Uh, but actually, uh, what are Blue Bloods? A free novelty Red Bull cocktail created to celebrate the season premiere of CBS's Blue Bloods that consisted only of blueberry Smirnoff and CBS celebrate Blue Bloods. We came up with this really cool cocktail idea <laughs> called a Blue Blood. Uh, it was just vodka and Red Bull. Okay, we're back on the board for big money, for big money, for 1,000. Oh, you know what that means. It's our daily double. <laughs> okay. This combination turned Ashley's 2017 Halloween into quite the terrifying event. When she drank so much, she got alcohol poisoning and threw up so hard, blood vessels burst in her eyes, leaving her eyes filled with blood for two months. Uh, we have some photo clues for this one. 
that, that says, should I go to a doctor? She didn't go to a doctor. I gotta say, this one to me felt very high fashion. That is just what my eyes were like for uh, two months. I did not stop dating. Uh, if you thought like dating's hard, it's actually so much harder when you have literal red flags in your eyes. So what are the guesses? Can I get a few? Bloody Mary, okay. I got so much shame after the blue one. which she doesn't even like, but the bartender gave her for free. Four shots of the Lord, five whiskey sodas, two glasses of red wine, one glass of turbocharged red wine, 3.7 PBRs, and the chicken nuggets from the checkers drive through that she forced her Uber driver to get at 4 a.m. Like podcast. I've been here with Jesse Morner Ritt. Well, I guess if you're in New York, email me at Jesse J E S S Y M Ritt R I T T at gmail.com because I'm having a bed and breakfast themed comedy show at a performance art space, but you have to email me for the venue address and reservations. And <laughs> I'm so excited about who's um, performing. It has uh, Jenna Friedman. Uh, Brittany Carney, Alyssa Stonaha, and Caroline Doyle, as well as a cast of wonderful friends, and I will be bringing pillow mints for everyone. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ladylike Chicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Yeah,